not a segue. Well, anyway, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Anyways, back to the important shit. Yes, here we go. Perfect. I'll give it one. Welcome to the Concast, Comic Con Africa's official podcast. I have to do the cheesy intro of yes. Welcome to Concast, episode two, everybody. <laughs> All right, to my left, I have Claire. Hello there, Claire. Hi, Melvin. Hey, Claire. Uh, to my right, I have Robbie. How's it, Robbie? Hello. And then on Zoom, we have Drab. Hey, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys, Dran directed this fantastic mini documentary about miniatures. Aptly named, Duran, was that a pun on purpose, a mini documentary? Oh, we had so many names for the flippant thing. And yeah, so it was uh, like, but it's one of those things, right? We have all these names on a board and which is the one that you go with, the one you thought up first. So oh, yeah. paint and plastic, like that just, alliteration is always good. And then I was like, and then we'll call it a mini documentary. Yeah, so that was very, very much intended. Something that only a very few people have picked up. Hi, Kelvin. <laughs> nice by design. <laughs> Um, so, Duran, uh, I want to chat to you about documenting South African pop culture or pop culture as a whole, because here at Comic-Con, we kind of say we are the ultimate pop culture show. We are the ultimate pop culture and gaming festival. So, you know, having having you contribute to one of our communities that we support like that, that that's phenomenal. Uh, so, yeah. so <laughs> is there a question in laid in there, Calvin, or is it just a statement? <laughs> it's a bit yeah, I'm I'm that. <laughs> I don't know, Robbie. You take the question here. You try something on the end of the sentence. <laughs> you want me to take a question onto the end of that? All right. Well, then. I mean, it, what I can say is definitely like, like for for me, I've always like. Like in, in my career, I've tried to figure out like where, where can I contribute the most? Where can I do the most good? Um, and, you know, let's talk about like with writing, you know, write what you know. So I was like, okay, well, I see myself as this like burgeoning documentarian. So like document what you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was like, so I really love miniature painting. And it's, it's been a huge impact for me um, in terms of my mental well-being. Um, and so I was like, cool, I want to, I want to get out there and show the world about this thing. And the reality is like miniature painting has exploded in the last, like we're kind of going through a golden age. Like a lot of people talk about like the golden age of board gaming has been in the last like 10 years and like miniature painting for some reason in the last like three to four years has just boomed in, in quite an amazing way. And you know, you see, you see guys like Henry Cavill posting about like doing miniature painting and, and stuff. And like, it's, it's one of those things where the community, like they, like whenever a celebrity says something, they're like, Oh, we've got, we've got some, um, uh, like credibility now. Our, our we've hobby got some stardom is, is in us. normal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and the reality is like, you've got these guys who are doing incredible work on YouTube, like, um, like shooting like these phenomenal like weekly videos like guys like maniac and um 52 miniatures and stuff but like no one has ever looked at how like how do we document it right like how do we Mm -hmm. how do we do like a broader statement and how do we introduce the world to this idea um this subculture and so i was like sweet well you know let's be first into markets and so that's when the, the idea came to me. Like, let's let's do this documentary. I, I love the focus in the documentary on mindfulness and how painting miniatures encourages you to be mindful because I like to think that I remember to do that, but I just need these constant reminders. Like, you just go into another world mm. and it just calms you down, takes away the stress of your day. Yeah. That was a really interesting um, part of it that I, that I didn't actually expect. Yeah, I mean, and so, so that was like... I'm a creative, apparently. Like I, I make films, right? Or I, I make I make commercials, but like not really commercials, like more like um, corporate communication kind of stuff. That's like where where my role is in my company. Um, but like I get to flex this level of creativity in my day to day. But the reality is, my creativity is always beholden to someone else's the person paying the bills at the end of it. Yeah. So when I started miniature painting, I was like. 
wow, a creative space where I get to be my own boss, where I get to do whatever I want. Amazing. And that, that clicked in such a big way for me. And where I would come home like feeling really stressed and then I'd speak to my wife and I'd say, hey, can I, can I paint for a bit? And she'd be like, yeah, sure. And, you know, like I love playing video games. I love playing board games. I lo- love reading. Well, actually, audiobooks. I'm too slow of a reader. <laughs> yeah, um, <same. laughs> but, but none of those things like dialed down the noise in the same way that mm. painting did for me. Um, and... And like, it was so cool hearing everyone else's story and like that it lines up for so many people. It's like, this is a space that I get to create. And, and I think like a big ethos of mine or something that I'm trying to like tell everyone that will listen to me is like, we've gotten to this point of like, um, like in this consumer culture, right. Where it's like, I must, I must consume, I must consume media. And, and if I can actually comment on like, like, a lot of like uh, toxic geek culture, right? Like as much as like Absolutely. we all love these things we love, but we know that there's like some problematic elements where Always people are like so. demanding it must be their way or like getting into fights with others. And I think a lot of it comes from like feeling like you own this thing that someone else has created. And I think a lot of that like noise and like that almost insecurity can get dialed down when you are actually starting to create something yourself. Like, I, I listened to this other podcast about like mindfulness and they talk about, you know, getting to a space where we are creating more than we consume. And that's like a really hard thing to do. Sure. Um, but I think when you start engaging in that, like, man, like your mind just gets into such a good space. That is very powerful. I love this. Yeah. And if, if I may, like for me, what, when I heard the, the opening few lines for me, just set the tone for the whole thing. And I loved it so mm-hmm. much because it spoke to me as well. Because I also, uh, I've only recently started miniature painting. So I am a fresh noob awesome. at this. I bought <laughs> Age of Sigma Warhammer figures and they're still on my shelf. I'm halfway through. I still have so much to go. <laughs> but for me... Hey, halfway is more than most people. More than most people. So I'm a friend of <laughs> but, yeah, but for I'm, me, I'm that opening... Bought a- sorry. I start collecting kits just before lockdown. Yes. He's like, I'm going to paint these over lockdown. It's going to be amazing. Mm. He has just primed them. Oh, yeah. Oh, I haven't even so primed. Yeah, primed. <laughs> I haven't even primed. I haven't even finished building. <laughs> but, but, but to get back to the point, what I was trying to say is like that opening line where, if I may paraphrase, it was along the lines of when you get into that space and the world just melts away, nothing seems to matter. For, for me, that's... I feel like a lot of the fandoms like people get a part of like uh, I'm a part of a few so when I'm watching a good anime I love the story of the characters and I and I dive into the world and I forget where I am uh, when I'm playing card games and I'm trying to figure out a sequence of combination of cards and I when I solve it I get so excited because I've like I've cracked yeah. the code no one cares but I've cracked <laughs> yeah. the code it's 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 one of the beautiful things that makes a lot of the geek culture why people are here. That idea that we just get lost, nothing matters. To everyone else, we're just fooling around with what could be considered childish things. But to us, yeah. it's a world we can still get into yeah. because unfortunately, the world we do live in does have some unenjoyable parts to it. Yeah. And I think yeah. what's, what's really magical is, is when you can enjoy that together like you were saying yes community it, it, it's like the, mm. it is that sense of the community i mean even looking at the comment section of your video they were like this this yes. video was incredible thank so you awesome. so much for this yeah. I mean, that's fantastic that you're able to contribute to a community in a different way than organizing a comic con or organizing mm. a tournament or something like that you know mm. that, that's I really love how emotional it was as well. I mean, yeah. I went in expecting, I was like, this is so sick. I'm going to see some badass ogres in this, <laughs> in this documentary. <laughs> and I walked away and I was like, wow, this, this yeah. is extremely impactful. Yeah, it was, it was touching. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, it's one thing to yeah. gather the it community, was... another to speak to the community, mm-hmm. which I think you've done beautifully. Yeah. Awesome. But like it was, it was quite funny. The one Discord server that I'm in, I won't mention. But like one of the person was commenting about like that they didn't like the documentary because, and they said like, spoiler alert, it's people complaining about their work not getting appreciated and mental health. And like maybe we can we can comment on like the latter, ele- I mean the former element, but the latter, like okay, so. 
they talk about mental health and you're angry about that? Yeah. Like, what? And then they like, wonder you, why they have mental health issues. Toxic? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, like, for me, um, I mean, I've got, I've, yeah, this, my mental health through this, um, uh, like, creating the documentary mm. has, like, gone on some roller coasters. <laughs> but, like, even that, that, like, I remember clicking, like, publish, and then, okay, now it's done. The moment. And the now moment. waiting for the, the premiere. And then seeing, like, those numbers, like, slowly tick up and you watch the view count and then seeing like different YouTubers pick it up and, and like um, share it. And what, like as, as exciting as that was, like to see the comments, um, you know, and there's, there's this thing of like, cool, maybe, maybe it would have been amazing if we, it was seen by a million people, but like the, I think we're like at 13,000 views at the moment, but like the comments that we've got from mm. people where you have guys talking about like, Hey, you know, Miniature painting got me out. Of, well, it was one of the things that contributed to me, like getting off drugs. Yeah, yeah like, I saw that. That was amazing. Like when you, yeah, you read stuff like that, and I mean, like, like I know what addiction is like. Like I've, I've got that in, in, in my past, and, and to see that resonate with people, I'm like, wow, okay. And, and when you, when like guys, like one of the comments that that I think about is uh, another guy was talking about being a firefighter. And like I've spoken to firefighters before in like totally different um, instances, and them talking about like the PTSD that they suffer, yeah. and so like a guy saying, you know, like miniature painting has helped me deal with the the trauma of my day to day, and and like one of and it's so cool because like we have that similar story where um, Mika, who's one of the artists, and she was actually at your Jobo Comic Con I think two years ago. Awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. So. So she was talking about how, like, when she was a paramedic, how, like, like being a paramedic, yes. like, it traumatized her, and it 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 made her believe that she has to, like, she is the she is the quiet in the storm, mm -hmm. and that is the only way she can focus when chaos is like swirling around her, and then like now that she's found miniature painting, she's like, I don't believe in any of that crap. Like, I'm a different person now, mm -hmm. and man like that is that is some powerful stuff because i think a lot of the time like like once again we like how do we find areas of creative expression that resonate with our love of like geekdom and 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 like oh man miniature painting is like just this like perfect little nexus of all those things yeah well i was actually i was gonna ask you what what story resonated most with you because that story about Mika mm. being the the ambulance driver, like that part where she's like, yeah. I have a tattoo on my finger and it represents chaotic silence. Yes, I, I, that is incredibly mind blowing. It's such a it's such a great concept. Yeah. Is there was there any part on this journey that that you shared that resonated most with you? I'm sure that I'm sure that along the journey you would have learned a lot or yeah. resonated a lot. But was there one moment where you were like, yeah, this is this is what I'm doing it for? Yeah, I think so. So like that. That was, you know what, like, so if we can actually sidestep, because I mean, we've spoken a lot about this, like the mental health thing. Mm, what, mm. What's actually been like really awesome for me is um, one of the guys that we interviewed, JP. He went, when, so the documentary was going to be quite different from what it ended up being. Oh, yeah? And we were actually going to follow this whole, um, uh, this like, it was like one of the names that we were, um, originally playing around with this like thunder road or something because it was all going to be this this journey towards this painting contest called thunderbrush that that richard was um hosting but because of a bunch of things that worked out we ended up dropping that whole storyline so there's like hours of footage that wow. is has fallen to the editing room floor but when when we were interviewing jp like he was this guy who he paints like really well he's been painting for 12 years and but so he's like this really accomplished speed painter, but he never thought like, okay, let me actually sit down and really like invest time into like one piece. And in doing this documentary and, and like having these like, like three months chats with him, his whole ethos to painting has changed where it used to be like, I'm going to batch paint like, like 25 models in eight hours and like, and to a really high standard. Like now he's like, okay, I'm going to paint this this bust of a figure, and it's going to take me a year, and I'm going to paint it as a present or as like a like 
like uh, a gift to my wife. Wow. And like, I'm like, dude, you never would have said this. Like when we started painting and it's like, yeah, because I've really realized in, in reflecting on these things through our conversation, he's like, I want to take, there's moments where I want to speak pain, but there's moments where I want to take time and actually really enjoy this process. Mm. Um, and that was, that was like, really cool like that's completely not related to mental but maybe slightly what what one of the painters said you know the time is the only thing that we're really limited on and he spends up to 100 hours on some of his miniatures and Mm -hmm. that was so amazing as well because it just really shows how much passion people have for what they're doing when they put that Mm. much time into it Mm -hmm. yeah and I really think what I, what I really, really dig about it is, you know, we've all got that like little bit of a, a less conventional thing that we do. And, and what I love is how you've, you've kind of highlighted that with, with miniatures not necessarily being mainstream, you've, you've kind of given a broader audience a really nice platform to experience this. I don't know. Claire is also a bit of a, a craftswoman herself. <laughs> so so I, think, I think, you know, you, you appeal to the people that are interested in crafting and creating interested in miniatures directly it, it, it also, it, yeah, yeah it all translates i don't think creativity can be considered just one thing even if it's kind of what mm. you focus on is one thing it, it it just transcends all of that being creative I, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to recall a yeah, quote but... i read way back when i'm gonna probably butcher it but i'll paraphrase it it was something along the lines of like creativity is something only bound by one's imagination or like something along mm. those lines and How, yeah i can get you on that yeah just like yeah. Y- your creativity yeah. is limited by no one but yourself yeah and the more you do it the mm. better you get at it the more you encourage yourself to do yeah. something and your horizons expand yeah anything and 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 just yeah. delving deeper into yourself because it's, as you said it's your own imagination so you, mm. you're learning about yourself as you go along as well mm. i think i think a big thing is also just like when you on this creative journey, it's also that you like, like a term that I've been saying a lot now is like keeping your brain soft. Mm-hmm. Like I think that people get to this point in their lives where their brains become hard and they're like, I'm not receiving any new knowledge. Like I've, I've, I know exactly as much as I've learned as, exactly as much as I want to know about the world and I'm not going to progress any further. And the thing about like pursuing something where you constantly have to be learning, right. And you constantly need to be building on knowledge. Like it just opens your mind up to experiencing so many things. And yeah, I think, um, you know, the, the funny thing about, about painting that I found is like, I love, I love painting. But man, when you get to actually do basing, like, and, and it was, it was a bit of a bummer that we didn't get to see like too much of like the basing aspect. Like when you create mm, the base that the, that the model sits on, but there's this weird thing in my mind where like, I just was like, I can do anything. And usually that really terrifies me, but that. with, with, ba- with like miniature painting, I was like, oh, I can do anything. So I can put this guy on this hill and I can, I can like add these rocks and this foliage and I can create this little world. And yeah, like, so that, that little arts and crafts spark, like that resonates with me in a big way. I don't know. Basing puts the fear of God in me. (laughs) Oh no, dude. I'm already scared of painting. I I was exactly the same. I was exactly the same. Like I was delaying it forever and ever. I was like, nah, I I don't need to have bases because I'll let the board that they're on be the base. Solid black is fine. Solid black is fine. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I'm telling you now, just try, just try basing once and it will change your life. (laughs) I'll I'll test it out. I can't promise anything, but I'll test it out. (laughs) I can't wait to see what you come up with, Robbie. I bet it's going to be amazing. Twitch live stream question mark. All right, Duran, thank you. Thank you so much for that. I'm not going to go yet because we still have quite a lot that we need to cover. But it is time for our current news segment. Find out what's happening in the world of the geek and pop culture. Duran, what have you prepared for us? No, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) Spotlight. Okay, but no, in in real talk, I've I've lost my notes over here, but I found them. Um, Duran, much of a Spider-Man fan that side? Oh yeah, yeah, totally. So you'll be um, able to know I, the... Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, you ahead? Yeah, no. I was gonna say, like, I think. Uh, I mean, um, 
I, I think with this new this new Tom Holland Spider-Man, it's really it's been really disappointing like how it hasn't taken off in like mm-hmm. terms of box office numbers. Like the like the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, those movies made bank. Yeah. And now when it's like when when um I remember when Homecoming came out, it's like, hey everyone, let's go see it. And people are like, eh, it's Spider-Man. I'm like, it's freaking Spider-Man. Exactly. That's, that's so, it. Yeah. Uh, so, so and, then, and into the Spider Verse, come on! Oh no, that I would not I, do enough money. Yeah, oh, into, the Spider-verse into the Spider Verse, into the Spider Verse as a graphic designer, into the Spider Verse was an animation masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, hundred percent. So the next movie will be called Spider Man: No Way Home. How exciting! How Super ominous! Exciting, <laughs> and I'm loving the potential connection between WandaVision and Ooh. this movie because I'm obsessed with WandaVision yeah. and I so want to talk about it, but I'm not going to spoil it for anyone. But I just want you to know that I'm desperate to talk about it. <laughs> Se- third contest? Yeah. I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat for for Friday. Like I cannot wait until like the 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 season finale. It's going to be yeah, Ooh, too good. I've got, that like, show pickles. that show is phenomenal. Can I tell you how Claire has? been looking for somebody to speak to under what we vision about yep. <laughs> like you have no idea <laughs> so, so i think okay, Bobby, you, it's, you, you can mail me and we can chat about this because i i need to talk to other people about it because there's well. stuff to dissect in there you know and it's such a short episode but it's so packed full of stuff and claire has a phone yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you <Ren>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, in other news, the Mortal Kombat trailer, which released last week, has shattered all different Finish kinds him. of records. Finish him. Yeah. So that's also flipping exciting to Rand. You, you, might have, you said you were a bit of a game in that side. Like, what era are we talking? Old school, new school? Though Mortal Kombat kind of spans across all of them. Gamer's gamer. Gamer's I mean, gamer. Uh, I mean, you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't say it by this young face, but I'm actually 33. So <laughs> I've, been playing, I've been playing games since the early 90s. Nice. So yeah, I mean, Mortal Kombat One, like I I know that. So oh, wow. yeah, I mean, in terms of, I mean, as a, as a filmmaker, as a as a gamer, the nexus of Mortal Kombat, right? I mean, I know we all want it to be good. Is it going to be good? I don't know, mm. like any of those actors, barring two. So there's like these mm. little warning signs that that make me worried, but maybe it's going to be good. Yeah, I, we can only I, the, the, the first yeah. the first one's good in this cheesy way, right? The second one's absolute trash, but <laughs> oh man, I want it. I want it to be good so bad. I, I feel like it's going to be great, and I and I feel what's cool about it is that it seems like there's going to be no one character who specifically takes mm. the whole movie, which I think is yeah. is, is really cool. Yeah. And like it, in terms of the gore, it is like right up there with any of the video games. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it just the trailer just is looking so slick, like. The way they've got Sub Zero's icicles coming mm. out, I just wouldn't have imagined yeah. it that way. But I just makes sense. I just hope they don't do like they did for like I can't remember it was the last Hellboy, where like the the last scene in the last Hellboy where it was there was the gore for the sake of gore, and it kind of looked like yeah. it was like comically gory, and I was like, this is. This is this not good. This looks gritty. This looks really gritty <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and and yeah. I, I know I know like, the trailer makes it look good, but you never though. know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, trailers show you the best parts of the movies. Yeah. Remember that. <laughs> yeah. That is true, Robbie. Just in case. <laughs> <laughs> also, our, our yeah. third. I think. Oh, sorry, Duran. I, that's like the fourth time we've. No, no worries. <laughs> no, you you you. This, you said this what is you the nature of Zoom calls, right? <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, I mean, with with Mortal Kombat, I mean, it is gratuitous violence. Like that is what you. You no, but that's not what I meant. Like, I meant like that bad. It doesn't have that goal. Yeah, yeah. I, I completely. So, I mean, even so we'll see. Even I also played the the first Mortal Kombat, and I mean, I remember being shocked even then by like the amount of blood you would see. And when I saw the tenth iteration, I was like, oh. Is it so wrong just to want to see a man's spine ripped out? <laughs> in high definition. In high definition. <laughs> but Claire, you were telling me a while ago there's something called friendly fatalities. Oh, fr- what? Fr- friend, friend fatalities. Yeah, friend fatalities. What you hug him and his eyes pop out? So, <laughs> no, so instead of inst- when you when it, when the finisher moment comes, you can like. Uh, it's like balloons are involved. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's friendship fatalities. You don't actually see any gore. If four kids dubbed out. combat. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So you, you, they're literally balloons and cakes. And hey, you're my best friend. Oh These little dances yeah. that you do when you finish the sacrilege. <laughs> no, no, video games cause violence. Yeah. Sacrilege. <laughs> um, yeah. On to the next one. The Walking Dead has revealed the first look at its final season. This is all very exciting, Duran. Finals, uh, final season kind of guy, <laughs> Walking, Walking Dead, Dead kind of guy. 
I mean, are you? Uh, well, I was gonna say, have, have you guys read the the comics? Like, have you read the finale of the comics? Can't yeah. have. Tell me, tell me more. I'm I'm, I'm here to listen. I have read. I think it's all 133 issues of wow. the comics. That's actually not too bad. So, That's amazing. Yeah, I love that. So and and man, they they ended they ended that series really well. So I'm hoping I'm hoping that the the TV series can live up to that because it's just so good. Fingers crossed. It's such like a weird feeling of like power and responsibility that you have when you know how something ends. Like also just talking about WandaVision, I'm like, I don't want to give spoilers and you like don't want to give give anything away about the end of The Walking Dead for people you may not know yet. Like you get this feeling of responsibility, you know, with great Wait, do the comics, does the show reflect the comics one-to-one? I can't say, I'm not sure. Is it it like that? Is it a one-to-one reflection? Um, It's, there's one-to-one in some places and there's places where they've like veered off entirely. Oh, okay. There's characters who died in like volume two or like, let's call it season two of the show. Um, yeah. There's characters who died in like season two of the comic books that are like, have become major mainstays in the, oh, okay. in the series. So there's, there's some interesting ways that they've adapted characters into other characters and stuff. Um, but yeah, I think like they've still they've still got room to to come back, and especially with these like later seasons, um, what they're doing um, aligns, uh, or they they've, they're still tracking those like major arcs. It's just the nitty gritty along the way. Oh, okay. Very exciting. Well, I mean, if 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 there's anything to go on, they'll be in for quite a solid landing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> solid landing. Solid Good landing. landing. <laughs> Um, and then, of course, <laughs> let me let me have this one, Robbie. Let me have this one. <laughs> I don't like entertaining Calvin. <laughs> um, okay, and then the Golden Globes also happened recently. Um, and one thing that really, really caught my attention was how many Golden Globes the animated movie Soul was winning. Yes! Yeah. Well-deserved yeah. wins. Yeah, that was, that was really, really cool yeah. to see. I mean... That they, is going to be so... So amazing to watch. I, I can't wait. Like I'm, I'm feeling that already. Yeah, yeah. So, so they, they, they won best original score and best animated motion picture. Yes. And I'm sure that there's one more that I missed on the list. But I mean, mm. even just I mean, those those aren't small accolades. Is there is there a category for voice acting? Because maybe it was a voice actor who won an award. Mm, the the mu- I'm ready for that music though. Like, M- music and animation, I can understand. Like, yeah. That's just a given. Yeah. Opinions. Man of the hour. Yeah, I mean, I was like when I saw when I saw that Chadwick Boseman um, won uh, from from that list. I think mm-hmm. I was like, that's or or I think did he win or was he nominated? I no, he, he won best um, actor in a motion picture for yeah. the drama category. Oh well, yeah. there you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, because he was snubbed, he was snubbed. Black Panther across the board was snubbed for the mm-hmm. Oscars. Let's just mm-hmm. let's just like put that on the table. I mean, we all know it's true, but. Yeah, like that was that was really good. It, it was funny, like as as hectic as like last year was, right? With like COVID and everything. I think like him passing like got to me like the most. I remember driving somewhere with my my wife, and like I was just thinking about how he's passed away, and like I started crying about that. Oh no! It's like we've lost something. So to see that like him being honored, I was like, yes, mm. that yeah. that's phenomenal. But and so that ties nicely in with Soul, right? Because it's all about like the afterlife and and the people we leave behind um but i think what's what's uh been amazing with like in this horrible year that's passed where we've had so movies come out there's almost been like like the ones that have come out have like really shone and have gotten the the accolades and the attention they deserve so that's a good thing Mm -hmm. i mean it's it's great that the golden globes are still happening i mean like you were saying all things considered last year the fact that film can still be proud is extremely exciting especially on such a big scale um just some other other really really cool uh news winners news (laughs) sessions uh crown won a couple uh best tv drama best actor and actress and a couple more Mm. mark ruffalo who is hulk it's always so weird when you're like mark ruffalo won best actor for the drama category he's got a sense of drama as Hulk. Though, you yeah. know he's racing yeah. with a lot of demons in, in yeah yeah true in, true in his role mm. as Hulk. so he got a golden globe for i know this much is true the queen's gambit i know that that was hot last year 
I have not been able to start it because I've been so obsessed with the crown and mm. and other things. But I've been hearing such amazing things about the Queen's Gambit, so I really need to get into. I'm not a serious guy. No one hate me for that. <laughs> I'm strictly anime. You? I'm strictly anime. Sorry, it's, it's me. You know you're lame. That's okay. But nothing wrong with it. But yeah, don't look at me for any serious questions. I apologize. <laughs> and then a really cool name that I was like super excited to see on the Golden Globes. You guys, Freddie Foster won something. Right. How cool is that? I feel like I'm missing out on something. Hannibal? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Guys, what part of I'm only anime did you not understand? <laughs> I, I feel like I'm very honest about my packaging and just no one listens. It's like warning labels. No one pays attention. <laughs> I just want to say honest about my packaging is good as a solid landing. <laughs> um, okay, so I think that, that wraps up our, our current news segment. Um, the jingle. Yeah, there has to there has to be a theme tune. Yeah. Yeah. Well, post exists. There we go. That was good. Thanks, Brad. And clip that. You guys can have that one for free. Thanks. Copyright, go away. All right. So, so next, I want to I want to chat. Um, kind of as an extension of paints and plastics, is is passion projects. And how exciting passion projects are, and Duran, I have a I have a little bit of inside information into uh, that side yes. over there that this was actually a passion project. Done, done. Yeah, we had no budget. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, wow, and you did all that. I had zero budget for the. Yeah, I mean, look, I I, I own a product, or I'm a, a co-owner of a production company, so it's it's like we did have gear, done. but I I mean I had to go to our done. like our rental supplies and say. Hey, I'm working on this passion project. Um, can you give me a massive discount? And I mean, um, Peter Lambert, shout out to him. Uh, he and and also Zuti Studios, they they blew me away. And they're like, cool, you can. We we love like supporting passion projects, so please use this gear for free within reason. Wow. Um, okay. We didn't have cheese to the kingdom, but like we got the stuff that we needed. So it was it was like really awesome that they. That they loved us in that way. I'm very impressed that this was mm. done on a small budget because it's the the production is amazing. Your B rolls are godly. I'm just just putting that out Thank there. Thank you. Thank you. The, the I'll paint tell, I'll tell my godly. cinematographer that. I love it. <laughs> yeah, we we got, even got this like lens. It's called a probe lens. It's just it looks like a rifle. Like it's this long, but it's like this big, and it's for doing like macro shots, like tiny, like. You're supposed to, I mean, not supposed to, but like you can use it for like going into the hole of a mouse and then seeing inside there. Like that's how we were able to get like these really like close up shots. The problem is though, if it's, if that miniature isn't painted up to scratch, oh, yeah. from a microscopic point of view, you're going to see that. You yeah. see I did think about that because, I mean, the detail was incredible. And, the, and as you said, like the macro shots were so macro. Um, but mm. wow, they all looked great. Mm. Mm. But, yeah. but I think what's, what's also... That's actually so great because this is something that I was chatting to you about the other day. There's, a, there's an artist named Amanda Palmer, not like paint artist, but singer artist. And she has this entire philosophy based around the art of asking. So if you, if you ask, what, what can you not get from it? It's like, if you hadn't asked, would you have got all that really kiff equipment? Like, but if you didn't ask, yeah. you would have been sitting there without it. I, I think that that's actually a big thing about passion projects. It's like just putting up your hand and being like, yeah. I really, really want to do this. Who can help? Yeah, mm. and people want to help. I think very often. Yeah, I think I think people usually have. I think I think enough of us have had to scrap our way through things. Yeah. To to be able to like, if we're in the position to give or like to help out, I think that's something. So like, even as an ethos with our company, what we've done is because like we started this company like straight out of full school with this with a hope and a dream that oh, we're going to we're going to give you like great quality products at like a super cheap price and i mean we've we've been around for 10 years so that's that's like really phenomenal but it hasn't been as easy as we thought it would be there was a lot of like having to prove ourselves to people and and so something that i've really tried to do with the company is like if we see potential in these interns or like like these students who are fresh out of form school and they're like i just want to intern because no one wants to give me an opportunity we've been said we've always said like sure we yeah. will engage with you in this thing and we'll give you a space that we can help develop you and and hopefully where you can grow to to the point where 
like either you become an asset to us or you can like become an asset to someone else. Yeah. And I, and I really respect that about passion projects as a whole. It's that it almost feels like as much as it, it might have started selfishly, like this is my passion, this mm. is what I want to do. And you get the people involved. It, it's almost like through passion projects, it's how you see like passion is the the mother of innovation. You know what I mean? It's it's mm. like if, if you can if you can be really passionate about it, if you can say, Cool, I, I wanna do this and I, I don't have a budget, so I've got to do it this way, you know, that might that might become the standard for the for the budget free kind of version. I, mm. I, I really love the the impact yeah. that passion projects kind of kind yeah. of allow. It, it's super exciting. Yeah. Well like a a big thing for, for us and um like you, we commented on like the B roll, like I have to I have to give a shout out to my cinematographer Chad. And and I actually remember we were driving we were driving home from a five day a three day shoot um in at, from like wine farms and stuff. And I was floating this idea of shooting this documentary and he was like, Please, please can we do this? I need to do this because like for him, like once again, it's a thing of like we're in this creative space, but our creativity always gets like narrowed down, mm, right? Yeah. By like the client's brief. And and so with the passion project, it gives you the space to actually say, This is me, this is what I can do. And there's some constraints like finances and whatnot, but it gives you a space to like really flex and and like it, th that's what it was for me. And I learned and, and yeah, that's another insane thing about like passion projects. I like if I was like like a level two director um, before I started the paint and plastic, I think I like leveled up to like level five. Nice. Not that that is like anything incredible, but I remember um, there was there was like a project that we did in in 2019 while we were shooting uh, paint and plastic, and like it's the kind of project that would have like made me freak out like there's i don't know i don't know for, for you for you guys when like if you've ever done an event but like the night before especially if you have to like wake up early the next morning like the night before you just like you can't go to sleep yeah, yeah. and then you wake up throughout the night and you're like i need to, i need sleep i need to be prepared for the day but yeah. but it just, it's not happening that like those nerves i remember with this project like i didn't feel that i was like i can do this i've been training for this this whole year in shooting this documentary like i can i, I know how to direct i believe in myself yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and someone, so so that's like yeah so someone said in the comments this one hits different and <laughs> I, you know I, I feel like it's because it was something you were giving your heart and soul to you yeah yeah 100 like once again it's it's you've got skin in the game right you you care on this really like fundamental sense which can make things like really hard and like to go back to the thing about um like mental health like oh my gosh what are people going to think of this like this is this is my heart and soul like is is this going to resonate are people going to care about like mental health are people going to care about like this this stupid little project that i've put two years of my life into that i've put like blood sweat and lots and lots of tears into yeah um but then yeah to see it get received so well yeah. was yeah it, it was it was amazing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no well that's what's so exciting it's that through these passion projects through just quite frankly being able like you said within bounds do whatever you want i think mm. it, it, there's just it's so important to just do something that you enjoy man yeah. it's like yeah just break away from everything that you have to do and do something that you want to do even if it's all 10 15 minutes a day i think that that that's yeah. so important there's a reason yeah. we have hobbies yeah the noise yeah. of the world is just yeah. too much you've got to spend time yeah. doing something anything and working towards something that you feel is bigger than yourself as that, well. that is good mm. but also like just like duran said like sometimes just going home sitting down for an hour and painting you're not working towards a goal mm. well i guess in a sense you are but like you don't have like a grand goal in mm -hmm. mind. You're just like, I just want to sit down and paint something. Yeah. That's mm. that does more for you than any anything else. And there's no pressure. You just yeah. if you're just doing it yeah. straight up for the enjoyment and the love of it, there's no mm. pressure. You can just yeah. really be free in what you're doing. Mm. And if if it's not yeah. working anymore, you can always move to something else. You're not yeah. no one's stopping you. It's, the freedom of yeah. being a hobbyist. A, a, <laughs> a friend of mine was recently painting this like gorgeous bust of uh, like this like elf um, wizard, 
and he was getting so pissed off with it because it's like it's not coming together like one. I'm like then switch to another model find inspiration there yeah. you can always come back to this and then like he painted one of the best like pieces he's ever painted after that yeah, so, like, yeah don't lose... just get, get excited about something yes and don't lose sight of the fact that, that you're meant to be enjoying what you're doing it's not meant to mm. be hard to like things or difficult to like things it's yeah. meant to be just this pure yeah. joy but also never forget as a creative there will always be an ugly face there will always yes. be an ugly face. Yeah. It appears it's yeah. not pretty, and that's why it's called the ugly face. It yeah. is not pretty in the yeah. slightest. But if yeah. you are a creative, if you're a designer, a photographer, a, fil- a film yeah. person, a sculptor, whatever, you will always find it. It's not fun. But <laughs> if you can scrap through that, worth it. Going, yeah. Yeah. Worth it. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people in the painting sphere they call it the ass phase. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This looks like ass. This looks like ass. Okay. It just <laughs> looks like ass. Push through. <laughs> yeah. This is PG sixteen, right? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't check about that. <laughs> no, 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 it's, no, it's, it's fine. See, so the thing is, is it's like we had a long discussion about like should we allow swearing? Should we allow it? We were like, you know what? Screw it. We'll allow swearing. Yeah. But nobody's ever got past like ass or crap <laughs> before because we're all like can we can we say that beeping robbie beeping. robbie oh, fuck it. <laughs> hey, Robbie's oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> a whole new world <laughs> hey well is, was i the first i can beep this out i feel like i should have known it was gonna be you robbie dark horse <laughs> i don't know what, do you want to say a word because i can just beep mine or cut mine out <laughs> see you guys we're, we're losing focus over here Damn it. It, it should have been it should have been like in conversation mm-hmm. like Oh man, that's so shit. How well do you say that pretty naturally? Yeah. Probably yeah. well. Just like F bomb. Yeah. <laughs> not a segue. Anyway, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Anyways, back to the important shit. Yes. Here we go. Perfect. <laughs> I'll keep that one. Yeah, no. <laughs> Durant, I want to know from you, and I think we'll we'll wrap up on on this one. Is you, you kind of you kind of touched on it, but how does how does a passion project influence the commissioned work that you do? So like. You, you you say that you went from like level two to level five. Do you think that it, yeah. it, it's more than just learning a technique or a new shortcut in a program or something like that? Do you think that you have like a, I want to say spiritual broader view on, on what you're doing? Because, sure. you know, it, it kind of takes you back to why you got into it. I think we've, we've all been stuck in that rut where it's like, mm. okay, I really love what I do, but it really feels like work right now. <laughs> and yeah. I'm just going yeah. back and taking a step back and being able to say, okay, this is why I love what I love and then you kind of go back with fresh eyes how how has paint plastic kind of influenced that sure that is that's a really good question <laughs> um yeah I think there's there's times when where like and I've, I've said before if I could my, my dream job would be owning a board cafe a board games cafe nice. and I could just play board games all day and but I don't know how like viable that is in South Africa, especially now. Because um, there's times when when directing's hard, when producing is hard. Um, and you're like, this is a job. Um, as fun as it is to, I mean, I've had the opportunity to go like to the States three times, the UK twice, to Dubai, oh, wow. um, to France for work, right? So like, I never would have been able to go to those places like on my own dime and to have clients pay for that. Like it's amazing. Um, but then there's times where it's work is work and, Mm -hmm. and you have to like work these super late hours and you have to, ah, you have to just do some, like make some really bad creative choices because that's what the client wants and they're not willing to listen to you. And you're like, this is stupid. Um, and so getting getting to do a project where it's like I'm gonna set my own boundaries, yeah. it's amazing and it's freeing. Um, and it it like I said, it it built a confidence in me that okay, I can do this. At the same time, because I'm the only one responsible for the project, yeah. like as much as I had a team around me, like there's this thing of like I have to lead this vision. Oh man, that was hard. Yeah. That was like crazy hard. And there were a lot of times when I'm just like, yeah, maybe this thing's gonna die in the vine. Maybe you've just wasted everyone's time. And uh, and a lot of a lot of last year was honestly so so like to to give a little bit of behind the scenes stuff. We finished, we wrapped principal photography, if we can use those terms, mm-hmm. like 
um, at the end of September 2019. And I went through like a major like crisis of faith in myself and the project for like, like three months. We didn't touch the project because it's like, okay, I don't actually know how this is going to work out. Um, and then, I mean, my, one of my editors, Justine did like an amazing job, like piecing together the structure that we then started to build on over the course of, of last year. And, and like there was a, I've, I've watched the, the documentary easily like 60 times mm-hmm. because that's what the editing process is like. And so you lose objectivity. Like, is this good? Like, I can't watch it anymore because I don't know if it's good enough. <laughs> I need other people to tell me if it's good or if it's bad. Um, but you learn, you learn a lot about yourself. You learn about what makes you tick. You learn about um, where, where you're strong or where you're weak at. And you learn what, you, what, what your taste is. Mm. Um, without any limitations that are put on you. And, and yeah, that was, if, 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 if you had to say to me, like, let's do it again, I'd say, heck yes, I'm super terrified. But, and I mean, that, that's also the dream, right? Like I'd love, there's this part of me that's like, oh, maybe one day Games Workshop will see this and they'll be like, hey, we want you to film a story about like our company, please Games Workshop that for me um, or like my dream my my honest my my like big dream is when the when the apocalypse ends like to actually like let's go to let's go to spain let's go to italy let's go to the states and like interview like sergio colvo and um banshee and angel heraldes and vince Ventruella, um these like like God tier painters um, and you know what they have to say, because like South Africa is doing some amazing stuff, but like, I want to tell, I want to tell the story of miniature painting in this like big sweeping canvas. I'm getting so excited for your sake. Let's go, Brad. Let's do it right now. <laughs> yeah, now I just need to get that sweet sponsorship money. <laughs> hey, yeah. put it out there. Put it out in the universe. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, Claire. I think that this is this is we're wrapping up. Is there anything that you'd like to add? Anything to add on there? What a great time! Thank you, everyone, for this chat. I really mm. enjoyed it, and I'm glad I got this podcast. This yes. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> This was a special one. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie, anything to add your side? Uh, I don't know. If I want to, let, let me be a little bit of a tearjerker here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it, I don't know. Like that comment, that one commenter said, where they were like, "It hits different." It is. It is important that these things exist. It's important to see the things that you've created, like. If other people need to start it would also be great to see other people do this for like other communities like i'm sure yeah. there's someone as passionate as you has a story similar wants wants to do something the same it's just it's nice to see someone give a voice to people that are generally mm. like not seen also just don't like making themselves heard mm. as a general rule yeah. of thumb so it's nice to have people that are just willing to be like, listen, I see worth here. Let me show you your worth the way you didn't think it was supposed to be seen. Mm. Yeah. You did something special here and I I hope you do more. Thank you. Yeah. I think they, and I mean, there was like, there was a big discussion about um, like journalistic integrity in this project Mm. in the, not like that we did. This isn't a game against situation, but, like this thing of, you know, like I, I never set out to document this from like an outsider's perspective. Mm. Like I don't want to shine a light on this community and be like, oh, look at these weirdos or like, oh, look at this. Like, like I want to pour love into this thing because it's a space that deserves to be seen. And I, and I think once again, it's like all these little community, all the, yeah, these little communities, right? Like comic books and, and movies and board games and card games and anime like that's what resonates with with most of the with with almost everyone that you speak to and i mean what you guys are doing with comic-con africa right it's like 
let your let your freak flag fly like yeah. it's the space where you get to be you and you don't feel like you're going to get judged and you get to meet like-minded people and you get to you get to fall in love with the with with things all over again and i think like it's you know like we talk we talk about like our uh, like geek culture and stuff and 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 oh you know all this law for like star wars or like this anime thing and it's like man i i know so many sports nerds you could rattle off like every mm. single stats about exactly. stat about like every single rugby team it's like you guys are nerds you cosplay when you go to a rugby game cuz you paint yourself up and yet yeah. if i wear like a whole boy outfit there's something wrong with me love no like love we it. all yeah. fall in love with something and and we get excited about that and let's let's celebrate that and 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 I was saying to a colleague of mine don't yuck my yum okay like <laughs> what i like is what i like and like let's let's celebrate that with one another you're not a freak to be a geek Hey. Yeah. Coining a phrase there, Robbie. Yeah. Let's, let's put a tagline to this to this message. Oh. You're not a fr- you're not a freak to be a geek. I dig it. I, I dig it. Yeah. Uh, Duran, anything to add from your side? And where can people find you and your fantastic documentary? Like them socials. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, I am I'm posting. I've I've just recently started to like really use my Instagram account, and so I, what I post there is like my miniature painting that I'm busy doing. So that's just Duran Bonnet, um, and also like the 3D. Well, everyone everyone was getting into like sourdough starters during lockdown. I was becoming a, a 3D printing fanatic. So like you'll see my, some of the 3D prints I'm doing up there. Um, and then if you want to see the documentary, that's the most important thing, and also share it to everyone. Um, Look up paint and plastic with and it's and with an ampersand. So because so if I can just nerd out, sorry, yes, yes, I'm a little bit by English all nerd. means. So so amp why you use an ampersand instead of an and is to show that those two things are connected and they're related to one another. So you want to show that there's like a really like um, close relationship between the two of them. So that's why it's ampersand and it also looks cool. But like, that's actually <laughs> aesthetics, people. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to show like these, these like so it actually comes from um, script writing or like playwrights. If you wanted to show that the two had a really good uh, working relationship or they had a close working relationship, you'd use an ampersand, like they work together. Or if they didn't, you'd use a regular ad. Um, that's so, so cool. that's that's another free one you can take yeah, that thanks to around <laughs> side english lecture <laughs> yeah. i love it i love it <laughs> also my th- i think we're gonna we're gonna wrap up over there thank you so much clay much appreciated thank you, thank you so much robbie you're welcome <laughs> and thank you of course so much dran you guys thank you everyone awesome thank and you thank so you, much thank yeah. you so much <laughs> <laughs> yeah thanks everyone it's been a pleasure <laughs>